at all. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I was just saying that I don't like cold and wind and snow. And so between now and March, you're going to hear me saying I don't like it. <laughs> but it's it's fine. It's okay. I will get through it. I got through it for 44 years before, so I'm sure I can get through it again for the next however many years, right? So um, I'm so excited because today my dear friend Emily Ghosh Harris is back with us, and we're going to be talking about starseed embodiment and sacred union. And so some of what we're going to discuss on the show today is we're going to explore and talk about support for starseeds during transformational times. And of course, we are going through major transformational times at the moment. We're going to be talking about preparing for 2024, the year of the wood dragon. That's exciting. Uh, reconnecting with the body's infinite wisdom, letting go of false frequencies. We're going to be talking about healing the womb, sexuality, creation, energy, plus sacred union, all, whatever all that means. So we'll talk about that and anchoring in your highest timeline. So all that and more, of course, Emily will be taking some live color questions. And if there's time, we will do a short uh, meditation as well. If there's time remaining, we'll see how it goes. And so for those of you who don't know Emily, she's been on our show many times. We love having her on the show. She shares wonderful wisdom, a wonderful, beautiful energy. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's always a pleasure having her here. She is an intuitive guide a sound alchemist, a facilitator of sacred ceremony and multidimensional business mentor. She is founder of Soul Media, a company that serves as a portal of expansion and elevation for heart-centered entrepreneurs, lightworkers, starseeds, and conscious companies. And Emily assists clients in taking quantum leaps in their lives and businesses by bringing forward their highest, most authentic and creative expression. And through the integration of galactic astrology, human design, gene keys, self-inquiry, and quantum energy healing techniques, Emily helps clients to deepen their understanding of their divine blueprint, heal core wounds um, <clears throat> of separation and limiting beliefs, which most of us have, and step forth in their highest available timeline, fully activating the music their heart and soul came here to share and express. So like I said, I'm so glad that Emily's here with us today. And it is, of course, my deepest wish, desire, and intention to bring forward to you, for you, these wonderful speakers who are sharing their wisdom, their their talents, their gifts, their experiences, um, their frequencies as well, right? To help us all raise our vibration frequency and thrive in our lives. So with all that being said, please join me in welcoming Emily back to the show. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Alara. It is such an honor to be with you. My heart is literally bursting right now with, with gratitude and excitement. And um, I just feel the energy today. And, you know, my prayer and intention is just that our time together today is of the highest and greatest service. There is a lot of energy that is wanting to come through. And as we all know on this call, this is quite transformational times that we're in right now. And so I love the timing of us all being together. It was the Sagittarius new moon yesterday, which is always with the new moon a time for us to plant new intentions. It's the beginning of a new cycle. And Sagittarius is 
connected with Jupiter, the planet of expansion and abundance. It is represented by the archer who really sets its sights on new horizons. So it is the energy of exploration, of adventure, of exploring our own highest truths and excitement. And so this is, I feel, really fresh energy that's leading us up into the winter solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, always a very potent time for us to really set intentions and anchor in to our highest timeline. Um, and what I find really interesting going into 2024, you know, we all have such beautiful, unique gifts to share. We've each been designed with a unique blueprint that allows us to share and express and emanate in such unique and versatile ways. And what I really deeply feel is that all of our gifts and light is so deeply needed in the world at this time. And the way that we share is unique. The purpose and the mission that we each hold is very unique and different as well. We've been encoded with these, you know, keys and codes that are here to really help us to be of service to humanity. And, you know, if you're on this call, you know, if you resonate with the term starseed or light worker, it really is that you came into this world, this incarnation with a very specific purpose and have a deep inner knowing in your heart and soul that you are here for a higher purpose, that you are here to really help humanity. And of course, you know, we know that this is uh, a time that is very tumultuous, very, um, the energy can be very chaotic. And so at the same time that we are anchoring in greater light on the planet, we are still um, being asked to stabilize, being asked to stabilize our own frequency in the midst of so much that's transpiring. And so what I really feel guided to share coming into 2024, there is this sense of continuation of the energy of the astrology that has been leading up into this time. And what we'll see, you know, still is this sort of push pull between the old and the new, you know, that being represented between the archetypes of Capricorn and Aquarius, which Pluto is going to traverse back and forth, you know, the, between these cosmic points throughout 2024. And really the imagery that is, you know, being shared is of a seesaw. And us kind of, you know, in this fulcrum point where we're kind of teetering between old systems and then the new that isn't, hasn't been fully birthed and reborn at this time and that can feel very disconcerting at times it can feel like we're teetering and that there is sort of this back and forth and so what the guides have really shared with me is that this is such an important crucial time for us to 
find our own center, to really be embodied in our own energy, to be that fulcrum point of strength and resiliency. I know a lot of us felt, you know, in this past year of 2023, perhaps the word resiliency of being tested in so many various different ways. And that can feel, of course, really, really challenging. But that inner resiliency that we build, I feel, is such a gift. And it's really that strength to be sort of the eye of the storm. And what is interesting about going into 2024, we mentioned the year of the wood dragon, which we're going to you know, talk about and explore the significance of that energy. But it is in numerology a year eight. And so why is that important? Well, eight is what we think of as the culmination of a cycle. We start with a year one, which is new beginnings, new intentions. You can almost think of it as that new moon energy. And it leads up into a year eight. And then the, the, the final year of the cycle is a nine. And so I want to talk a little bit about these energies because it's very distinct. Eight tends to have this power. It tends to have this tendency of opportunities that are present, uh, prosperity that is accessible, but it's not met without challenges. Eight years tend to bring challenges, but yet also opportunity. And what's interesting about the dragon archetype, we haven't had a wood dragon year, which we'll enter into on February 10th of 2024 it's a chinese new year we haven't had a wood dragon year and since, uh, since 1964. quite significant energy if we re reflect back on all that was transpiring and unfolding in 1964. it was a kaleidoscope of activity that was happening um, collectively throughout the world and so the the dragon archetype really represents power it represents authenticity it represents sovereignty courage prosperity innovation creativity right it it, it carries forth the courage you know you can really you know connect with that fire element um, but it also represents a, a, a harmony, a, a, a balancing, um, the qualities of leadership. The shadow side of, of the dragon, however, can be the energy and the frequency of anger, of intensity, of drama, of abuse of power, and Year, uh, years that are connected with the dragon tend to also be connected with times and space where there can be global movements that are taking place. And so we don't have to look far to see kind of all of these themes that are playing out in the collective. And we also have still the nodal axis. And I know that we talked a little bit about this last time we were together, but the nodal axis that was um, that is still in the signs of, of Aries and Libra. 
And the energy of Aries and Libra is the balance between I and we. It is the as above, so below. The energy of what's inside is also ex, uh, external. We witness that in the collective. And so all of these shadows, all of what is transpiring in the collective, I believe is so necessary and needed because it is almost a collective purging of our shadows, of you know all of this that is coming to the surface to be witnessed, to be healed at this time. So I'll pause there. (laughs) Yeah, that that was a lot of information um, for all of us to take in. But what, you know, some of the key points, of course, are how the energies of 2024 are going to bring opportunities, but there's also going to be challenges. But we're used to challenges, you know, so it's like, all right, bring it. You know, it's like, okay, I've been through lots of challenges. I'm sure I can get through some more um but with the opportunities with the abundance just with the with a little bit more ease as well right so um moving forward it's always there's always a little bit of you know nervousness around a new year because like oh my goodness what is it going to be like what is it going to bring and you know we we've made peace with you know 2023 2022 etc and so for me, I always look at challenges as opportunities for growth. And so I was like, <laughs> do I really need to grow some more? But yes, obviously I do, because that's why these challenges are still coming up, right? Because they are opportunities for us to grow uh, personally, right? As well as the collective to grow in, um, and expand as well, right? Absolutely. You know, and it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be situations and experiences that that rattle us that you know perhaps throw us off center but you know a good i feel like guiding principle is how we're able to return back to center can we hold that center point can we be in a place of love in neutrality and can we expand that you know can we return to that time and time again and that will really help us to build that muscle of resiliency to be able to weather out anything that is you know coming our way because there is also so much beauty and so much um really beautiful new beginnings and opportunities that are on the horizon as well and that's what I think we have to focus on is the new beginnings, is the opportunities, not focusing so much on the challenges, right? And so if we make up our mind that, yes, I'm going to be focused on, you know, my personal self, my, my immediate family, my community, my colleagues, my clients, etc. And at the same time, um, continue to grow and expand and, you know, learn about myself and how I relate to other people, other things in the world it'll be okay, because, you know, we're okay up to this point as well, right? So we will still be okay. But it is like, you know, people are saying in the chat that this year has been full of challenges. I agree, totally. And uh, somebody else said, no, let's rest a bit. You know, yeah, we need a breather for sure. And uh, slow down to be able to face the challenges is the best way. So slowing down means really coming back to center more and more, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And if we look at, you know, 2024 from an astrological perspective, you know, I feel like we get a little bit of a respite of a break, you know, oh, it's <laughs> not as potent as the last few years has been, which is good, you know, um, a little bit of a rest there, you know, April is going to be a a big month energetically, I feel. Um, and astrologically, there is a conjunction between Jupiter and Uranus in Taurus, but really like this energy is about awakening humanity, you yeah. know, and, and so we, we know that that's a part of, you know, what we signed up for, but um, I would see a lot of auspicious energy on the horizon. And then we, we move out to like 2026, 25, 26, 27, we see, you know, much more of the outer planets changing signs. Um, so more of, you know, um, more energy that um, will be different in those years. But again, 2024 is really more of a continuation. And we do get like a little bit, I would say, of a respite. But again, it is like the energy that we bring and really focusing in on our own energy, our own frequency, which is truly the biggest gift I feel that we can bring at this time is to focus on our own energy, to focus on our own frequency, to cultivate that that feeling of, of peace and neutrality when, when possible, because we're really bringing that intention, intention and energy into the year. We're setting that as um, really a guidepost that is able to move us forward and we're able to see and attune to more of the opportunities, more of the miracles. You know, one of my favorite quotes is by Albert Einstein, which is, you know, there's two ways to look at the world. One is as if nothing is a miracle. And the other way is to see everything as a miracle, everything as our teacher, as a blessing. And so that really is an invitation at this time. Yes, I love that. And, you know, when you when you look at life as a gift and a blessing um, and a miracle, life and everything around us, it softens, softens our reactions and it softens a little bit some of our triggers and our beliefs about what's going on. So, you know, that is a great invitation to see life as a blessing, as a gift, as an opportunity to learn about yourself um, and how you are interacting and relating to the world. Mm. So, um, so I wanted to talk as well about, and this is really key. I was thinking about this earlier, I don't know, it was just in the past couple of days, but about reconnecting to your body's infinite wisdom. And I was uh, I, I was having this conversation with myself, obviously, but um, <laughs> it was about, you know, if you're not connected to your body, if you're not grounded in your body and here and now, you can't really create. And so if you, if we have certain intentions that we want to create for next year, if we want our lives to be a little bit more, um, be in tune with what's happening, we have to connect to our body and our body's wisdom, what it's trying to show us and teach us and tell us, right? Absolutely. That's so beautifully said and, and so, so true. And, you know, let's look at it, right? Because there are so many different programs uh, that that perhaps create disconnection from the body and they start really at an early age. But we look at things like the media and advertising. 
um, and things that societally tell us how we should look or how we should feel. And all of this really creates disconnection from the body and being able to fully come into the body, fully inhabit the body and to feel that sense of safety and groundedness. And what I really just want to express is that our, our bodies are the most miraculous vessels and we've been gifted with such a divine piece of technology. And, you know, it took me so long personally to discover that because I felt personally as if I was at war with my body. I didn't feel comfortable. You know, there was all of these programs around feeling self-conscious, you know, and I know there's a lot of women on this call. Um, and, you know, there can be for both men and women, a lot of programs around the body, but certainly, especially for women. And, you know, I, I feel that there is um, a degree to which our society is really not designed to support the cycles and seasons of the woman's body specifically. And, you know, if you look at our ability as a culture, as a collective to be in that receptive energy, to rest, um, to be able to receive and to play. Um, this is something that is really greatly off balance at this time. And we're being invited to restore balance and harmony um, to these energies and frequencies. And what's very exciting about this, I believe, is that it starts with from within. It starts with our own inner balance, our own sacred divine union, which actually we can discover and find within our own body. And with that union and that energy of balance and harmony, it is infused into the collective and we're able to create an, a greater sense of balance and harmony. And, you know, I'm Alara, I'm not um, usually um, one just like you, you were sharing earlier to, to share my, you know, personal uh, journey, but I am um, feeling guided to share a little bit of uh, my personal journey with the physical body. And perhaps some, some of you can, you know, relate to this, but, um, you know, for example, menstruation, right, is a natural uh, occurrence of the body. And it's uh, something that in ancient cultures was considered extremely sacred, right? Um, but for me personally, I know coming in and entering this initiation, this rite of passage, I didn't have a lot of tools or wisdom at the time to be able to meet this new phase or chapter of my life. I remember I entered menstruation on my 10th birthday, exactly. And I did not know, you know, what was transpiring, but I just remember feeling a lot of shame and doubt, um, not trusting my body and not 
wanting to share this with anybody else for whatever reason, right? Shame has been programmed into the collective and this is a false frequency that we are dissolving and removing at this time. But again, this disconnection as as I mentioned, carried on for much of my life. Um, and so, um, you know, flat, flash forward to my late 20s, early 30s, before uh, having a spiritual awakening, I had a cyst on one of my ovaries, which is actually a very common occurrence. Um, but, you know, I went to the very traditional medical system. And at that time, they told me to remove my my ovary, which I, and, you know, unfortunately at that time, you know, I didn't have the knowledge um, that I do now and really being able to look at the harmony and the divine wisdom and the spiritual significance of, of something like this occurring, right? But, you know, with our medical system, there's sometimes a tendency to really look at just like, here's what's happening. Let's, um, <clears throat> let's, let's remove it. Let's take it out and really look at it from a singular perspective as opposed to looking at it from a holistic perspective. And so, um, you know, flash forward to, to now, right, um, a, a decade or so later, um, uh, I'm, you know, have since then gone through a spiritual awakening, have become um, much deeper connected to my own physical body. And that took a lot of self-love. It took a lot of healing. It took a lot of um, really wanting to embrace and nourish and nurture my body and really learning how to do that, learning how to slow down, learning how to invite that receptive yin energy right because for so much of my life i was really more in that masculine go 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 the doing right but coming into naturally welcoming in more of that feminine energy going within and and creating that nurturing receptive space i was able and have been able to over time cultivate um, such a, a deeper relationship with my body, you know, and I do want to share, you know, I am 40 um, at this time and I'm currently pregnant, um, which is very exciting. Um, and, you know, just that journey I know of fertility is is very unique and different for everyone. Um, and you know there are some some programs that would say like you know you're at a certain age and you know this is not possible or, or things like this and so um i what i really want to bring it back to is again our bodies are are miraculous vessels and they have a innate divine wisdom and we each have the opportunity to discover that and to reunite with our body and it's a journey of getting to know of deepening of cultivating that trust which many uh programs and um you know 
programs have you know taught us that it is not safe to trust the body um, or to look outside externally and yet we're really being invited at this time to cultivate and deepen that deep body wisdom and inner connection and divine union Beautiful. Congratulations. So people are typing in the chat as well. Congratulations. And they Thank say you. you look amazing. You don't look like you're 40, to be honest, and you don't for, for sure. So you look amazing. And I know the past couple of, couple of months may have been a bit challenging, but as you move forward, uh, I'm sure it'll be wonderful. And then, of course, motherhood, you know, uh, <laughs> is the joy that you get from being a mother and your children is, you know, you can't even compare it to anything else. So I'm so happy for you and your husband um, or partner. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. So it's, and it is, it is a miracle. And sometimes, you know, things happen at, uh, at the right time, the specific time when it's meant to happen for you. Right. So if it's now great, just uh, just embrace it, have fun with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure your, your baby is going to be just absolutely gorgeous and beautiful and so talented already. I, I, I already feel that because you and your husband are both very talented and um, and um, amazing couples. So it's going to be it's going to be great. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's such a exciting journey and uh, initiation. And it's certainly, you know, what it's allowed me the opportunity to to connect with is really the womb and our own individual journeys of of coming into this physical realm and you know we as star seeds as light workers are very highly sensitive souls and what i really want to illuminate is that you know the the sensitivity the um the depth of you know, extra sensory abilities that we enter into the womb space with is quite significant. And so really often, you know, entering into this earth realm, it can be quite a, um, a jarring experience. Many of us maybe you know, we didn't have fully the tools or the support that would would have been, you know, very helpful and supportive. And yet why I have been personally guided over the last few years to focus on womb healing is because we have the ability and opportunity to really rebirth our experiences. And the womb is such a powerful portal and gateway. You know, whether you are a woman or a man, you know, we have the, the womb center. And for men, it's, you know, often referred to as the Hara. Um, but we have these energy centers that are, you know, found right below the navel. And the Hopi, in the Hopi tradition, you know, it's referred to as the most important, the most significant energy center. And um, what I really want to point out here is that, you know, the womb is the center of all creation. It is our ability to create, to manifest, to connect with our deepest desires and passions. 
And what is so fascinating about the body is that we have what's called these twin relationships that are found within our body, within our um, within our own body, right? We have um, the mask, what is um, thought of as, you know, the upper part of our body, which is referred to and thought of as masculine. And then the lower part, the lower energy centers, which are related with the feminine. And then we have the left side of the body, which is connected with the feminine and the right side of the body, which is connected with the masculine. And we also have these other twin pairs, right? So if we think about the crown, the crown is connected with Father Sky. It's connected with the celestial realm. It's connected with you know, our ability to access from above. And then the root, which is, you know, our lowest energy center, which is connected with Mother Earth. It's connected with the dragon energies and the crystalline codes of Mother Earth. And so we have these two energy centers that actually are quite balancing. Um, together. And so, and the same as when we look at the womb center and the heart center, the womb center is the center of creation. And then the heart center is the center of love, you know? And so when we combine these centers together, what we have truly is this embodied love of creation we have the ability to create heaven on earth through our own energy through our own inner union and i think what's important to to point out and for everybody it's you know unique and different right but in modern times we've become very dominant on the male energy centers of the body. So this is out of balance collectively, the top part of our body, the right side of our body. I don't think it's any coincidence that, you know, the majority of us are right-handed um, and also not, you know, there isn't a strong ambidextrous where we're able to really, you know, rely on both sides of our body. Some people are, but many people are not. And I think this is a reflection of, you know, how we're a bit off balance. And we talked about this a little bit before, but this balance between the doing and the being, you know, the being, the, 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 the being productive versus being in that receptive feminine energy and that really is that deep deepest surrender it is the mysteries it is descending our consciousness into the lower parts of our body and being able to enter this luminal space and um this is where so much of our mysteries and our magic resides Powerful. And it's so true. I mean, I know for myself, I'm the same way. I never really connected to my body until just a few years ago. 
and um, I'm a thinker, right? And um, I'm a doer. <laughs> so I wasn't quite uh, ready to be to surrender. Surrender was not one of my favorite words, right? So um, it's been a journey of trusting, trusting in the flow, trusting in and receiving, right? In that divine feminine en energy and the energy of creation, instead of just thinking with my mind and just, you know, being like a, a freight train and just like, I'm just going, you know? So it's uh, that balance is what we need individually. And then as we individually balance those two energies, it will automatically start to help with the collective as well, globally. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, that's so so beautifully said, you know, and we just have the opportunity, like you said, I mean, it's not easy in the beginning, oftentimes, especially in a culture that really um emphasizes the doing the being productive the the titles and things like this and so it really is a, a re-envisioning and a reconnection with you know more of our intuitive wisdom more of the spaciousness more of the play and you know creating that that time and space to do so oh and you know when you talk about play right um I was never a playful person except for with my kids. So like, you know, at the beginning, right. Um, my son was born first. And so I used to play uh, cars and uh, animals and dinosaurs and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then my daughter, I'm like, I was supposed to play the doll now. Are you kidding me? But, um, but you know, the, the more we played other things, you know, that that is where my playful energy came up was when I was playing with, with the kids and we need that, you know, so I, I know that for myself, I was, um, my inner child was never nurtured when I was a child and definitely not as I was growing up. Right. And so that's missing for a lot of us still. So we're going to talk about that more tomorrow <laughs> about the inner child. So we'll talk about that tomorrow, but for all of us having that balance of doing, 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 receiving, resting, surrendering, and playing, all of that is important. I love so much that you bring that up and just, you know, that you struggled with play in the beginning um, because I can 1000% relate to that. <laughs> and, you know, my journey is through corporate America. And, you know, at that time, I literally planned out every minute of my day from waking to, to going to bed. And so one of the things that actually was a huge shift for me energetically was to actually like block off time on my calendar and 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 allow it to be this creative play time. And that's actually like how I would label it on my calendar. And it actually took those boundaries in the beginning to be like, this is non-negotiable spaciousness, uh, you know, time. And so that for me allowed you know, a monumental shift over time. Absolutely. And right now, I'll be honest, I am going through a very busy doing time. But at the back of my mind, you know, it's like, yeah, I need to take some time for doing nothing as well, right? So yes, I'm busy doing, 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 doing. But I also need to, uh, you know, some time to do nothing. And so that nothing might be, you know, playing with the dog or whatever, right? But just doing nothing. And just for the next two weeks. <laughs> then I'll go yeah. back to my regular regular schedule of uh, doing more. Um, I mean, doing doing less, but doing more for me, you know, so more of the creative, more of the nurturing, more of the being receptive and et cetera. But at the moment, my mind is very uh, active. I'm studying for exams. So, you know, so I got to study. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's the thing is that we're, we're cyclical and we go through seasons. And so not every season is going to look the same for each individual. It's going to be unique. And so to be able to honor the season that we're in, you know, however that looks like, and then what, what our body needs in that season. And, you know, my kids are coming on Saturday for the day. So that day I'm not working, I'm not studying. I'm only spending time with the kids doing whatever it is they want. And one of the things that we we, we love to do when they're here is we play sorry. <laughs> so they have so much fun play. So we play with my mom normally as well, right? Four people. So we play sorry. And it's like, it's so much fun. We're laughing and joking and that's play, right? Because my, my mom also never had that when she was growing up. She never played kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my exams are in psychology. I'm trying to finish my degree. So I have this term will be finished in two weeks and then next term and then I'm done. <laughs> so That's so like, exciting. So it's like, you know, on top of everything that, you know, my, my show, my moving, my husband, everything on top of that, I decided to, I'm going to finish my degree. <laughs> this is a busy season for you. <laughs> You're like, bring it on. <laughs> like, I just, I just got to get through this and then we'll be, and then like, what am I going to do with all my time when, you know, it's like, that's what I wonder too. It's like, oh my God, what am I going to do with all my time? But well, I, I, I will fill it with, with something more creative and more fun. That's for sure. Um, I'm always the only adult on the dance floor with the little girls. Oh, <laughs> nice. You see, I didn't, I never did that either. I never did the whole dancing thing. And anyway, so, you know, luckily my kids are, uh, you know, different. So, you know, they, they will play more and they're more, you know, they do nurture their, their inner child. And uh, so we get to do that when they come over. So I'm excited. Can you tell I'm excited that they're coming? I love that. <laughs> So I, I actually had a show to do on Saturday and I think like, I'm sorry, I can't. My kids are coming for the day. So I, I you know, I can't. So let's reschedule. So, so it's like, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. So anybody have any, any questions, any comments, anything that is coming up for everybody? We already have, I didn't, I don't even think I said at the beginning, but um, if you have a question <laughs> for Emily, um, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. We already have lots of people with our hands raised. Um, so it'll be an interesting conversation that we're going to have with folks today, right? I'm just reading some of the uh, the questions in the chat as well. So we will. Are you ready to take some questions, Emily? Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So uh, vet, which I think is Evie, but <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. You want to unmute, unmute yourself? I love how the names are always different. Vet? Oh, sorry. I had to unmute myself. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, just because I'm using uh, different devices. And so the name comes up differently. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But uh, So I'm just sorry for that. That was not intentional. That's okay. But yeah, this conversation is out. Excuse me. Like so engaging i just felt like listening on and on and on <laughs> it's just great so yeah. uh, there's a, the part where um i was curious about the uh, the center the energy center the womb center where it's um you said it was uh your that was responsible for um like the creative uh energy the creative center and the heart uh this the love center now the connection, if there, if one is thrown out, like uh, does the creative um, nurturing center, which is a womb center, um, if that's thrown off, uh, does it affect the uh, the heart itself? That 
that love center <laughs> kind mm. of it's such a beautiful question and it's something that uh thank you yeah it's it's um i think the the heart womb connection is one of the the most profound and and special connections that we have within our our physical body uh it's such a powerful connection and these two energy centers are so so deeply interconnected you know if you think about the chakras you know the heart center is is green and then the sacral of the womb is is orange um and these energy centers and you know we can have certain specific uh, energy centers where there is more blocked activity um, where we have more of um, areas to work through karma um, or you know just experiences that we need to heal um, in certain energy centers um, so some can be more pronounced than others and yet there can be often a, a mirror effect um, in the twin energy centers of the body so for example the heart womb connection is is uh, connected and then also you know the throat and um, you know our our um, our lower regions our sexual centers of the body are a mirror uh, as well and so oftentimes if we um you know find a, bl a block in the throat um there can be a block um you know in the lower energy centers as well and so it's something to attune to i think you asked specifically in the beginning about the heart connection and so any area where we feel drawn to intuitively, we can work with that energy center. With a womb specifically, I've been guided to bring in a lot of golden light that can be very healing for the womb center specifically. Um, and the heart center, you know, one thing is to just really intuitively work with your chakras and part of this is that deepening of trust and curiosity with the body i know that there's so many you know so many different um you know meditations and guidance on the chakras but one thing that's been really powerful for me is to create my own meditations and activations and really allow those to kind of flow through and that has come and arisen through the curiosity of first, let me just attune to these centers. Let me develop a connection. I would love to learn and to cultivate a deeper relationship with my heart, or I would love to cultivate a deeper connection with my womb center, right? We can ask to be connected and really create that time and space, whether it's at the end of the day and we're lying in bed and maybe you lie with your hand, you know, one hand on your womb, one hand on your heart. And it's just asking, asking to deepen that connection and saying to your body, I'm here for you. You know, what do you need? and beginning to listen to the answers and they could be subtle at first or you may receive you know specific guidance about those areas but i i feel this is such a, a a beautiful place to start so i hope that's helpful yes thank you so much very helpful good awesome thank you thank you great question thank you yes thank you
All right, we're going to go to Manisha. You want to unmute yourself? Thank you, Alara. Hello, Emily. Hi, Manisha. Great to see you. Yeah, lovely to see you. I wanted to also share that I had a personal session with Emily and uh, a while ago, and it was an amazing session. And I got like a thousand percent from Emily. I mean, of all my paperwork. So oh, thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. Uh, my, my question is this. Um, I'm a Sagittarius, so it's my birthday on the 4th of December. I wanted to check with you just very quickly, briefly, how, how you know, Sagittarius would affect me, the moon, etc., all the other energies in Sagittarius at the moment. Mm, yeah, so that's just a general question. Yeah, it's a beautiful question. You know, you're you're connected with, you know, the planet Jupiter. You're connected mm -hmm. with this energy of expansion, of exploration, whether that's inner exploration or travel, it's finding your highest truth and being pulled forward by your highest excitement. And so this is a really beautiful time. The sun is, you know, shining on this area of consciousness. And it's really a time of illumination for you to connect with your deepest excitement and desires, right? And we're in the Sagittarius mansion until around the, the winter solstice, so December 21st. So we have a bit of time, about a week, you know, from our time together today, where really, you know, around the new moon is such a beautiful time to set new intentions. And this might be a wonderful time for you personally to journal and to really connect with your highest excitement, your highest timeline that you really want to anchor in in the year ahead. I feel that there will be a lot of opportunity for prosperity, for abundance, right? And it's really setting that intention and um, cultivating what it is you're desiring to create. Wow, that's so amazing. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you, Alara. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you, Manisha. Awesome. All right, uh, Sarah, you want to unmute yourself? Hello. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Um, well, Alara knows this, but you don't. Um, trying to move a heater. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Computer, the heat's still out in my house, and the hot water also. Um, I got uh, hit by a truck on my right side about seven months ago, and it's just wrecked havoc. My um, my recovery has been very slow; new things keep popping up, but it's all on my right side. So I was wondering mm -hmm. if you had any intu intuition about that, or. Um, anything you might say. Interesting. Yeah. Is it um, the lower part of your right side or your entire right side of your body? Uh, well, I ended up with a hip replacement, um, metal in my pelvis and in my right thigh, but um, I've also had some trouble with my appendix on my right side and uh, my liver got poisoned by the surgery drugs, but everything's manifesting on the right side. And then my knee will have problems and my ankle will have problems. And, you know, maybe the lymph on that side's not moving around right and just doing stuff. So just curious. Yeah. Wow. And are you right-handed? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, like what is coming through right now is that if you've um, 
found that you've kind of adopted or kind of embraced more of the left side of your body through just naturally, you know, what has um, transpired? Like if you've noticed that your left side is becoming a bit stronger? Well, it would have to have been because, you know, I couldn't use the right leg to walk for so long. So, yeah. 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 It just, it feels like there's an invitation to, to really soften in to the left side of your body and almost, you know, when we are in recovery for any significant type of experience, it is of course an invitation to enter into a time of receptivity of recovery of, you know, you know, we are in winter, right? So it's some of those energies of going in internally, finding that respite, that relaxation, that nurturing, and all of those qualities are truly connected with the left side, the feminine side of your body, which feels like an invitation to embrace an even greater sense of nurturing of the divine feminine energy of of that love that nurturing that really um wrapping yourself in a, a warm blanket and you know making soup and a cup of hot tea like all of these things right now are really being invited um for you i love yeah. it uh it, it's interesting. It's been such a struggle and it's been really a struggle getting the help that I needed. That nurturing didn't come easily. I will also just comment that in looking for a partner, I was basically looking for a playmate. So he won't climb the jungle gyms across the street with me. And even my kids say, I'll say, this takes two people. And I say, mom, you're much more in touch with your inner child than we are. Leave us alone. But <laughs> But uh, I was really looking for a playmate, you know, as opposed to a deep, profound love or something really sexy. It's just, you know, somebody who will volley with me on the jokes and get my sense of humor and all of that. Unfortunately, I do have that now. But yes, la again, last night I was the only adult on the dance floor with the little girls. So. I Some love people see me on the dance floor. Like, oh, it's okay to dance. Let's all get up and dance. Okay. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. And that's the thing. Sometimes we were offered that opportunity to tune in to the other side of us, to the other parts of us when um, stuff happens. So it's not always easy and gentle, and we don't always want to do it. But it's always an invitation to uh, for further growth and expansion for us, for us. That's Absolutely. Yeah. But it's not always fun and we don't always want to do it. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally get that. Um, all right. We're going to go to Linda. Linda, you want to unmute yourself? Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi Linda. Hi, how are you? Good. <laughs> it's wonderful to see you. Oh, good to see you too. I'm so happy for you. And congratulations you. on everything. Thank you um, so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, my question is, is um, the more and more that I uh, release and um, transmute, 
and my energy gets higher. I'm finding this inner child that has been waiting, waiting, waiting to come back alive. And she's starting to show up more and more. Um, and it's wonderful when I'm in communities like this, but in reality, like at work and at a few different places, um, you know, with, I don't associate with a lot of people, but like at work, I'm finding that the more that my energy rises and the more I want to play, the more it triggers so many people. And I feel <laughs> a lot of negativity coming at me. <laughs> I'm just, how do I keep her strong through that? <laughs> I love that. And your pup is, is <laughs> basking in the joy and playfulness. And I can feel that elevated, fun, joyful frequency that just emanates from your heart space. And it is so beautiful. And, you know, um, there's a quote that is like, for some people, we're meant to, you know, help uh, them through healing and for others were meant to help them through triggering them. And I feel both, you know, serve such a divine purpose. Um, sometimes joy uh, and laughter can be triggering, especially in an environment that can be claustrophobic or confining of energy at, at times. And I don't know exactly the, you know, environment, but if there is, um, you know, if it is sort of the archetype that was dropping in, right, um, the planet Uranus is um, a planet of awakening and it is connected with the Aquarian age. It is um, connected with uh, Aquarius. And, you know, the thing about that energy is that it's here to awaken humanity and it's not here to fit in or to, you know, conform to the status quo. And, and so you bringing an elevated sense of uh, frequency and joy and laughter and play is exactly the frequency that you are meant to, to anchor in and to help with um, creating, co-creating the new earth at this time. So just holding and knowing that it is, you know, going to trigger some and that's in divine perfection. Um, but it is also really anchoring in those codes of joy and laughter and play, which we so, so badly need at this time. Thank you so much. I... Thank you. I love the question. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Um, we're gonna go to Abby. Abby, you wanna unmute yourself? Maybe. Yes. Go ahead. Hi. We can um, hardly hear you. Go ahead. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Abby. Hi. Um I was wondering about um we were talking about the the womb particularly um, um but I, I often have um discomfort in the abdomen, particularly on the right side <laughs> you see um in fact, there are a lot of right side issues in my body as well um I just wondered if you had any kind of insight. Uh, any way I can support the body more? Yeah, that's, 
That's such a, a, a beautiful question. And, you know, it is so common to have um, discomfort in the womb. It is a place where energetically we can hold um, tension, we can hold um, fear, we can hold past experiences. And so one of the invitations that is coming through is just to really create um, a sacred womb space and temple for yourself to do this inner womb healing work if it resonates. And so what I mean by this is that sometimes we can, you know, do a spiritual practice or a meditation, and it's almost like something where we're checking it off our to-do list. And really the invitation here with creating a womb space is creating this nurturing receptivity, like this place of um, comfort in your home, whether it's like pillows and blankets, um, but where you feel really safe and supportive. And if you're doing a meditation, it is just a time for you to connect fully and completely with your womb. And just, again, bringing in some golden light into that area. Um, and you know, this is where I would start is to just to invite in some golden light and to create again that sacred time for you to connect and to allow what is ever um, wanting to come to the surface to come up because sometimes it can be past memories, past experiences, or maybe it's not even, but it's maybe it's just an emotion that comes up that's very much connected to the right side of your body. And so allowing whatever that is to arise, because when we allow it with unconditional love, it is able to pass through and instead of being stored in, in the body. And so I feel like um, that golden light too is going to help with restoring, with um, bringing in light to that area, softness um, and support. And so I would recommend uh, starting there if it resonates. It's, it's funny because um, I've been um, directing golden light <laughs> to that area quite a lot anyway. Beautiful. Um, yeah. I just um, hadn't got a clear insight, you know, as, as to um, it a feels deeper in, insight. You know. Sorry, yeah. Yes, yeah, it feels intuitively as you are being very guided to your own womb healing and awakening. And what I'll say just personally about this journey is it is very personal and it can start off slowly at first of like, is this, am I on the right track? Is anything happening? And just being patient with the process. Again, patience is, you know, connected with the divine feminine as this energy of allowing, of allowing things to transpire, of not, you know, rushing. And it feels as though, um, there is a beautiful connection that you are creating. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Abby. Lovely. Thank you very much.
And it seems like you're already very intuitive. So that's great. Awesome. Um, okay, so we still have some more people with their hands raised and some questions in the chat. So we, we, we'll take a few more in just a second, but I want to talk a little bit first, Emily, about the packages that you're offering today, this time around. So I'm just going to share my screen if that's okay, and then we'll talk about that, and then we'll come back and see if we can take a few more quick questions, okay? So you should be able to see my screen. Um, so Emily's offering two packages, A and B. A is the Starseed Soul Coaching Session, 60 minutes. And then package B is the Starseed Soul Coaching Session plus a private galactic sound healing session, 90 minutes. Um, I'm just going to share this part here. So Emily, I'll let you share a little bit more about these sessions. Yeah, so... These are my deepest joy, um, and I absolutely love connecting one-on-one -on -one with star seeds, light workers, to really connect with your own divine, unique uh, blueprint, and focus on whatever it is that you would like to bring forward and create. So there is an element of connecting with the womb, connecting with creation energy. Um, and really allowing that heart song of yours to flow forth. And a part of that is, you know, through the process of removing false frequencies, removing these beliefs of not good enough or, you know, unworthiness or anything of, of doubt or resistance that really stands in the way of us shining um, our, as our most magnetic self. So that's really what the soul coaching sessions are designed for, for you to really bring forth your highest timeline. Awesome. So that's package A, and that's 111, and a payment plan is available. And then package B is the coaching session plus the galactic sound healing. Yeah. So what's really beautiful about this package is there is a time to beautifully integrate and to really be in that nurturing, receptive space and place. And um, this can be a really beautiful time to integrate all the healing and all the um, sort of, you know, miracles that have dropped in from um, the co-creation and just allowing the sound frequencies to wash over you, to support you, to nourish you. Awesome. Thank you. And so this is, again, both sessions are on Zoom. And so package B is 160 and a payment plan is available. And of course, you can read all these wonderful testimonials that are here on this page from people who have worked with Emily. And uh, if you'd like to find out more about Emily, that her bio is also there that gives more information than what we shared. And of course, if you are an Inner Circle member, please do use your gift code to uh, for either of these packages and see, see which one resonates with you. And of course, you know, this is about being willing to step into your, your next highest timeline of what you would like to create and experience, right? Yes. Oh, bring some noise. That's okay. Um, all right. So please do take advantage of these packages and work with Emily. Um, she's, you know, highly sought after. There's wonderful, wonderful testimonials on that page. And of course, um, Manisha also said she worked with um, Emily and loved her session with her. Um, but it's not just for business, you know, so this is about your divine blueprint, what's coming up for you, what's coming up for you in 2024, 
or just, you know, if it has to do with uh, the womb healing, et cetera, even that is also an option. I mean, basically anything that that is coming up for you. So please do uh, take a look at that. So I know that there's a few more people with their hands raised and we wanted to see if we can do a short meditation if there's time as well. So um, give me one second here. Uh, Tanya, you had a question and Tanya and Destiny and then there are two questions in the chat. So we'll do those really quickly and then we'll maybe do a short five, 10 minute meditation. Is that okay? Sure. All right, Tanya, go ahead. Hello, everyone. So I, I put my question in the chat just in case, <laughs> but I, um, my, you were talking about year nine, but for me, it will be year seven because if I calculate in a numerologically, so I wonder what year seven will, if you have any intuitive thoughts about my year seven for me, twenty-four. Mm. thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, such a great question. Um, it is exciting. So, you know, seven years tend to be a time of, of spiritual growth, a time of really um, merging the analytical and the spiritual. So if you think about it, really, it is that the masculine and the feminine, and it's a time of expansion and growth. Year sevens can be a time where you do need to spend time alone. So, you know, if you are a very social person, um, it's really making, you know, a, 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 the creating the space to be alone so that you can receive all the downloads that are coming through, all the guidance, all the new ideas and inspiration. Um, it's a time where you tend to receive and expand uh, spiritually and to be able to integrate that knowledge. And so also too, when we're talking, you know, going back to the, you know, cycles, um, leads into a year eight right which is kind of the culmination of a cycle so you can think about it as a, a time of, of building and if there is something that you've been working on or intention that you've been you know placed um, on your heart to bring forward and create it can be a really um, important time to receive spiritual wisdom and guidance to move forward intuitively on your path thank you so much that's You're what welcome. I thought. Thank you. You just proved. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, yeah. Thank you, Tanya. All right. Uh, so, uh, Destiny, you have a question for um, Emily. And so the healing, I think you you asked for healing in the chat as well. We'll do that in the meditation, okay? So if you have any other question. Hi, Emily. Hi, um, Destiny. Oh, you look great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm actually going through an experience where I'm having issues like health issues and and I'm doing my best. You know what I mean? I'm working on getting myself better, but I don't understand exactly what's happening at this moment, why this keeps coming about. Yeah. You know, the word that is coming through at this time is, is devotion. And it is, I feel such a beautiful word. Um, there is such an element of devotion and courage that 
the guides just want to honor you on your path because it it is not easy right and so sometimes it takes a while for us to clear and move through patterns and however those patterns may manifest or show up for us and so to really acknowledge the work that you're doing and the level of devotion right because it is very important to see and to celebrate the heart the the you know the heart is what i'm seeing right of of putting that forward into day after day showing up right it's like that chop wood carry water right it's not sexy but it's what's needed and it helps to bring us forward and so it is that spiritual responsibility and devotion that helps move us forward on our path and so just honoring you for showing up for having that devotion and knowing that little by little those patterns dissolve little by little there is a clearing that is taking place and sometimes we can't see it all at once and it's happening gradually over time so really taking the time to acknowledge the little shifts that are taking place so i'm actually on the right path and i'm doing everything i'm supposed to be doing Yes. Huh. On the right I, path. Knew, I knew I was, but we sometimes we need that little, we need somebody to tell us that. 100%. Yeah. And just rem reminder to tell yourself that too, over and over again, to celebrate yourself for the courage and for the heart that you are and the path that you're on. Thank you, Emily. Thank You're you, welcome. Laura. Awesome. Thank you, Destiny. Um, so we we have some two, some questions in the chat, and one of them really quickly was um, about the package, Emily. The the Zoom sessions are they going to be recorded? They are always recorded and sent to the individual afterwards. Yeah, that's what I thought, and that's what I said. But I said, let me just double check for sure. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. So there's a question in, in the chat from Sunita and she there's a she said something about eyes. Um she says eye problems. I'm not sure what more beyond that, but she wants to know if you can check in with her eyes. And and then Simone, it's interesting. Simone also has a problem with my eyes <laughs> and eyes <laughs> and the third eye. Um so if we can talk about both of those two together, they're kind of similar. Yeah, and maybe we can bring some of that into the meditation that, mm -hmm. that we do. Yeah. Um, you know, what I'm really hearing is, um, again, we are up in the upper centers of our body often in the mental centers of our body. Um, and, and sometimes that can put a lot of pressure on the eyes on you know, our, our brains, right? And so, um, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, in, in the chat and on this call, there's definitely seems to be a pattern of that, mm -hmm. of that that pressure, right? Um, allow and me too, I've been studying so much. And then by the end of the night, it's like my eyes are like so tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not really meant to stare at screens for as long as we do, you know, myself included, right? And so 
it's really like creating that time to close the eyes down to rest to receive and so i really just want to um create that invitation as we go into our meditation together that'd be great um so just closing the eyes down if it feels good beginning to tune the gaze inward beginning to connect with your breath and just inviting a sense of relaxation of spaciousness, of peace to every cell of your body, relaxing the top of your head, your crown, relaxing your eyebrows, your eyes, your eyelids, finding a sense of peace in your jaw, of relaxation in your neck, in your torso, your hips, and your thighs. Bringing that energy down to your calves, to the soles of your feet, and allowing that energy to flow through all the way down into the center of the earth the crystal earth star. Feeling yourself now deeply nourished, deeply supported, feeling yourself anchored in to the earth, connecting with the crystalline codes of Gaia Sophia. I'm feeling your crown connected all the way up into the cosmos. Feeling your energy expanded and connecting with the truth that your being extends far beyond this physical body. Feeling your own tree of life.
activated, nourished, bringing in gold and light energy now from the crown of your head to each and every cell of your body. to your heart center, your womb center, perhaps connecting with the frequency of embodied love for yourself and all of creation. Feeling that energy, breathing it in, sending it down into the earth, taking another soft breath here. And when you're ready, gently coming back and opening your eyes when you're ready. Beautiful, thank you. Um... I didn't quite want to open my eyes to say, it's like, oh, let me just rest into this. You know, let me just take it, take it, take some time for myself and just rest. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. How are you all doing? <clears throat> Everybody's good. Mm. Destiny says, thank you, Emily. Good. And it's also about yeah, us willing to receive, right? Are you willing to receive the healing, the frequencies, the golden light, the just being connected to Gaia Sophia, being connected to yourself? Are you willing to receive that connection? Mm. Yeah, thank you. Very relaxing, yes. <laughs> it's like I can mm. take a nap right now. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um goodness yeah so this is usually then what happens afterwards is like uh what am i doing I'm, i need to come back and focus um manisha says thank you emily so beautiful i did not want to open my eyes emily you have a beautiful energy beautiful soothing voice yes she definitely does for sure yeah which is also helps us to relax even more right yeah so any last words of wisdom for us emily so that we can start to move into 2024 and really connect into and have the intention for our our highest and best timeline. Mm. Thank you. So peaceful and flowing. So beautiful. Nice. Thank you, Linda. And Abby says, very gentle, lovely. Thank you. Good. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is such a powerful and potent time, as we mentioned at the beginning of our time together. I'm so grateful for this uh, beautiful community of light and um, I think it's a really special time to set intentions for 2024. What is the highest timeline that you desire to create? And how can you hold your center? Really inviting that 
deeper connection with your body's infinite wisdom. And, you know, this journey of self-love, right, is always that invitation that, that comes forward of, you know, really loving each and every cell of the body, loving ourselves and ourselves unconditionally. And that really being the catalyst to deepen and repair the relationship that we have with our physical body. And again, as within, so without. And so each of us doing this work, bringing forth our own unique energy and frequency has such a profound uh, impact and effect on the collective. Absolutely. And that's, the, that's, I think, so important, so key that you just mentioned there, Emily, that the more that we connect with ourselves, connect with our body, do the work, I know, people don't always like to hear do the work, but the more that we do the work, it, it not only helps us, our, our immediate family, our ancestors, but it also does help the collective and the planet as well. So every little bit that we do for ourselves, playing as well, you know, so then the nurturing and playing as well, helps, you know, does so much for all of us. So thank you for that reminder, Emily. Thank you. And um, again, if you'd like to work with Emily, please do take a look at the packages, package A and package B. Um, she's, uh, they're wonderful experiences, wonderful sessions, not just of the intuitive reading and coaching, but the healing as well in package B. Uh, so please do take advantage of those as well. Um, yeah, so we'll be back tomorrow, everyone, same time, same place. So until next time, may continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all so much love and blessings. And thank you so much, Emily. It was so wonderful to have you back on the show. Thank just you, absolutely enjoyed it. Thank you. You're just glowing and I love it. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. Thank bye for all. now. See you tomorrow.